0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some Kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Mm. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Y'all ready to eat? (laughs) Mm, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, my God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Drink from the well. My God. Drink from the well that won't run dry. 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 dry. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, we love you, we bless you, we praise you, we glorify you, we lift up the name of Jesus, and we simply say thank you, Father, we thank you, we thank you, we bless your name, we magnify you, we glorify you, you are such a good, good, such a good, good Father, my God. So Father God, we ask that you pour your spirit out on all flesh this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the spirit of the Lord arises, Father. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for peace. We thank you, Father God, you are a sovereign God. We thank you, Lord God, you are a just God and We just ask you, Daddy, that we want to drink from the well that won't run dry, that you are the living water. My God, you are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the King of Kings. You are the King of Glory. And we bind every satanic attack, Father God, every spirit of distraction, anything that, that tries to come against this devotion or that tries to come against our mind, we bind you back to the pits of hell from which it came. We will not be distracted. We will be focused on your word this morning because we know that your word is the living water and we need you, Daddy God. We need you. So pour your spirit out upon our flesh today. Revive us, oh Lord, revive us, revive us, revive us, strengthen us, Father God. Be the keeper of our peace, Lord God. We need your grace. We need your mercy. We need your love, my God. Holy Spirit, we need your help, Lord. We need more of you. We want to drink from your well that never runs dry. Father God, we've been trying to drink from so many other things, things that cannot quench our thirst. Thirst, my God, things that are full of chemicals, things that are full of preservatives, things that are not attached to the living water. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you, Father God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Father. We magnify you. We magnify you. We magnify you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. I was sitting here thinking as I was just worshiping God about like when we were little kids and we didn't know better. Come on, Holy Spirit. I yield to you this morning. When we were little kids and we didn't know better, we thought that there were other things that could quench our thirst right and because we thought that there were other things that could quench our thirst we would we would we would drink those things i just remember instances when it would be 4th of July and we would be popping pops like there might be sodas out on the porch and we would be running and we would be hot and we would be playing and we would just keep drinking these sodas and we would just oh my gosh we would just keep drinking the sodas keep drinking the sodas thinking and trying to figure out why every time we drank a soda that it wasn't giving us, we weren't getting, you know, wet. We weren't, we were still thirsty. Right. And we would chug the soda down and we would get another soda. And because the soda was cold we thought that the soda was refreshing, right? But what we didn't realize as well, that was that the soda, the soda was full of things that we really didn't need, right? It was full of sodium and it was full of sugar and it was not refreshing us. It was not filling our thirst. It was not, it was not. And that's the same way we are in life. We look for other things to fill our thirst, right? Besides, like That's why besides my cup of coffee in the morning, water is the only thing i drink for the rest of the day i might occasionally put a mixer in a a water occasionally but i know the only thing that the way that my body was designed that the only thing that could fill my thirst that could really keep me from being thirsty is water and that's why when we see this moment at the well when Jesus is at the woman and she's like he's like give me a drink and she was like what are you jew doing looking and asking for a drink for me as a samaritan and Jesus says if you knew that i was the living water my God, I can rest my head on that. If you knew that I was the living water, if you knew who stood before you, then you would ask me for a drink and you would never, ever, 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 ever be thirsty. Like you would never be thirsty again. Right. And so when we drink from the well that never runs dry, when we drink from the well, that's never like never runs dry. What we're saying and what we're doing is we're saying, God, I'm not going to allow anything else to fill me up I'm not going to allow anything else to to quench my thirst you're the living water you're the one thing that I know without a doubt that can fill me up and that can quench my thirst so when we're listening to this song song, and it says drink from the well that never runs dry you ought to have your cup out this morning baby you ought to have your cup out this morning. You ought to have your cup out this morning. Like your cup should be out this morning and you should be drinking from the well. You should be asking the Lord, "Fill me up. Pour into me, Lord God. Holy Spirit, I need you, my God. Lord God, I want I want to drink. I need to be submerged in you, Lord God. My God. We need the living water. Holy Spirit, we need more of you. We need to become sealed to the day of redemption. And the only way that we're going to do this is that we continuously drink from you. So, Father God, I'm parched, I'm thirsty, and I need you to fill me up and fill my cup in Jesus' name. Amen. So, when we say, when the scripture says, pour I will pour my spirit out on all flesh. That's what we're asking, God pour your spirit out on me this morning, pour your spirit out on me this morning, pour your spirit out on my flesh. This morning, I need you. I need more of you. I need less than me, less of me. And I need you, Daddy God, to fill my cup. My God, my God. So drink from the well that never runs dry. I'm telling you, anything else is not going to quench your thirst. I've tried it. Like I've tried it. I've fallen into that thirst trap. I've fallen into those circumstances and the situations where I looked for other things to satisfy and fill my thirst. And I hear you father. And I hear the Lord saying to us this morning, no, let me fill your cup. Let me fill your cup. Let me be the living water. My God, let me be what I'm supposed to, to be to you, right? Let me be that to you. Anybody ever been dehydrated? I have before right do you know that you can um think you're hydrated think you're well enough hydrated and you're not really hydrated you're dehydrated right because you're not getting enough water you're not getting the amount of water that your body requires right and so think about this from a place spiritually right when we're filled up with the lord when we're filled up with him then um, we're wet, right? We, the spirit of the Lord is upon us and where the spirit of the Lord is, is freedom. And I can back this up in scripture, right? I can back this up in scripture. I love God. I love God. I love God. I'm going to back this up in scripture for you. Cause I think you need to, I think you need to see this. Like, I think you need to understand. I love, that's why I love the woman at the well story. It's like one of my favorite stories. Um, of all times. Like it's one of my favorite stories of all time. So this is chapter four. This is John four. It says Jesus knew the Pharisees had heard that he was baptizing and making more disciples than John, though Jesus himself didn't baptize them. His disciples did. So he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar near the field that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now I'm not gonna preach this, but I want you to know Jesus, when he went this way, um, he wasn't necessarily supposed to be in this direction. So I love how the Lord sets things up for us to have an encounter with Christ. I love how he pushes us in the position to have an encounter with Christ. I love how he puts us in the way to have an encounter with Christ. I love how intentional he is. I love how he'll bring the right sermon. I love how he'll bring the right devotional. I love how he'll bring the right message. I love how he treats us like Paul on the road to Damascus. He'll, he'll have an encounter and experience so that we can experience the well, right? So he had to go through Samaria on the way, eventually came to the Samaritan village of Sychar near the field that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph, Jacob's well was there and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water and Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village. I, there's so much in this. I'm not going to even get into this because that's not what I'm teaching on today. But there's so much power. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. He was by himself. She got to experience and encounter Jesus by herself. Come on now. My God, that my there's so much richness in this, right? God will. There's an encounter like there's an encounter that comes to you. There's an encounter that's coming to you, right? And you'll get to experience. Experience Jesus right like this. We all will get to experience Jesus like this. And if you haven't had your moment with him, I promise you it's coming. So just be in position, be in the right place. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? And Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. And he said, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. She said she was looking in her eyes. She was looking in the tangible. She was looking for this in the natural, right? She missed this in the spirit. She said, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. She said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his and, and his animals enjoy? And Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them and it's going to give them eternal life. My God. So then she says, please sir, give me this water, right? Please, please sir, give me this water water, then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. And then he calls her out, right? He exposes her because anytime we're in front of Jesus, something is always going to be exposed. Something is always going to be exposed. And the reason that it becomes exposed is so that we can come into the fullness of who we're supposed to be. And that's the place where we can't quench it. And that's the place where we can't hold up. And that's the place where we can't run away. My. God, my God, like anything is going to be exposed. Like anytime we're in his presence, we're going to be exposed. And that's why a lot of us run from him, right? We run because we don't like the exposure. We don't like the revelation. We don't like the pain. We don't like to see where we we're trifling. We don't like to see where we're, we're not operating in the fullness. And so we run from this exposure. We won't, we won't tap into this exposure because we don't want, we don't want the revelation that comes with this exposure, but it's necessary it's necessary so that we can heal it can heal our hearts it's necessary so that it can seal up the holes we need the living water my god i thank you for this word this morning and so he says to her, he says go and get your husband jesus told her she said i don't have a husband i don't i don't have a husband like i don't have a i don't have a husband i don't i don't i don't have a husband and he says to she the woman replied she said jesus said you're right you you're right. You you you're you're right. You don't have a husband. For you have had five husbands and you aren't even married. And the, to the man that you're living with now, so you certainly spoke the truth, right? That's that's the that's the thing that lets you know that you're dealing with Jesus, right? Because can I tell you something? That's how you learn the difference. You're gonna learn the difference, like between condemnation and um, and conviction, right? The Holy Spirit will always reveal something in you that you ain't confessed yet. I can't. I. I'm not, I'm trying not to scream. My baby's asleep. The Holy, the Holy spirit is going to always reveal something. That's how, you know, it's, not that's how you know i am trying not to throw throw it for me nisi like the holy spirit is going to always reveal something into you that you haven't even confessed yet like when you become before when you come before the lord when you come before jesus when you have an encounter with jesus every time there's always going to be revealed something in you and the reason that he's revealing something in you and the reason that it's being exposed is not to hurt or harm you It's so that you can get sealed up I'm going to explain all this. I'm going to give you all this. This goes, the Lord is so, so strategic, right? I didn't have this one on the list. Like he is so strategic. And so he says, and so she says, sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet. My God. My God, and I just prophesy and declare over you that the door is that the Lord is sealing up all your holes this morning. Any gaps you have, any any situations and circumstances in which you you have been returning to, I just decree and declare today is the day that the Holy Spirit seals that up and that you come into the fullness of who you are in Christ Jesus. My God, my God, my God. You ought to be asking the Lord, expose whatever it is. <laughs> expose whatever it is so I don't return <sighs> expose whatever it is so I don't return to the same place my god my God, Holy Spirit, expose, like expose, I'll expose whatever it is. What well, if it's pride, if it's hotiness, I'm, I'm asking you this morning, expose whatever it is so that I do not return to the same place. She had been, she had been, she kept returning. She kept returning. She kept being in the same position. She kept being in the same place. She kept being in the same circumstance. Come on, y'all. Can we just be real transparent? She kept ending up in the same relationship dealing with the same type man in the same circumstance, right? And the reason that she kept ending up in the same place, doing with the same type of man is because it had not been exposed yet. It had not been exposed yet because if it had been exposed, it could be dealt with, right? If it had been exposed, it could be, it could be dealt with, right? And so it had not been exposed yet. And because it had not been exposed yet, she kept returning to her, her vomit. There's a scripture in the word that says, um, I'm going to give it to you this morning too. Holy Spirit, help me teach this thing. Thank you. My God, I thank you. First Corinthians 1131. I want you to chew on this. Says, says, now, if we judge ourselves properly, we will not come under judgment. My God, right? If we judge ourselves, but when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned with the world. So this, this is the... This is the, this is the moment. This is the encounter. This is, this is our moment right here where we get to, we get to judge ourselves, right? Where we get to allow the enemy to expose me, the Lord to expose anything in us that does not line up with his word. So he said, she says, so, sir, you must be a prophet. So tell me why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship while Samaritans claim it is here at the Mount because where your ancestors. And he just said, And I love this. He says, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming. when it will no longer matter whether you worship the father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. It won't matter where you worship your God. You Samaritans know very little bit about the one you worship while Jews know all about him for salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when true worshipers. When true worshipers, when true worshipers, when true worshipers can worship him on Facebook, when true worshipers can worship him on Instagram, when true worshipers can worship him on YouTube, when true worshipers are not bound to a building, when true worshipers are not bound to a structure, when true worshipers are not bound to what it's supposed to look like, there is coming a place when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for God is a spirit. My God, for God is a spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Father God. I thank you for the word this morning. Lord God, we're going to bless. That was just the appetizer. We're going to bless this food. We're going to bless this word that we are about to receive. Lord God, let it be nourishing to our bodies. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Holy Spirit, go forth and do what only you can do. I plead the blood of Jesus over your people today. I thank you, Lord God, that they are being sealed to the day of redemption and any holes and any gaps in our life. We are sealing them up right now in Jesus name. I lift up every central worker. I lift up every government worker. I lift up all our politicians, Father God. I cover our pastors, preachers, teachers in the blood of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for all of the frontline people that are to everybody in this crisis. We cover right now in the blood of Jesus. We thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us our daily bread. We thank you, Father God, for your glory. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for structure, my God, and discipline, Lord God, so that we can keep our eyes and our minds on you and nothing else we thank you for the power of the holy spirit lord god and we thank you jesus for more of you in jesus name amen in jesus name amen my i got that was a setup that that was a that was a setup that was a setup that was a that was a setup so those that worship him may worship him in in spirit and truth. So I hope you put your pen in that, right? Like put that, put your pen on that, put your pen on that. So when we say, Lord, we want the living water. We're asking him to fill us up. We're asking him to even expose in us the things that do not line. Up with him and do not look like him right that's what we're asking him to do so i got i'm on assignment this morning i got a few things i need to give you we're going back into first peter again we got to go back over there because god showed me something in this verse right and today we're talking about being sealed sealed to the day of redemption because that's that came out my mouth right yesterday and when it came out came out my mouth yesterday, it was in my spirit today. And this morning when I woke up, God started showing me something um, about being sealed to the day of redemption, right? And when we use the word sealed, we're talking about um, being stamped, being embossed, being um, marked by God, right? To be closed, to block, to be in a position where we can't leak out. Right, where we can't re- leak out, we are supposed to be glory carriers, we are supposed to be glory carriers, right, but if we are not properly sealed, then we're going to leak out like if we're not properly sealed we we're going we're going to leak out, so we won't be able to carry the glory like we're supposed to in our homes, we won't be able to carry the glory um to our jobs. We won't be able to carry the glory on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, right? Because we're not properly sealed. And the way that we get sealed is through grace and mercy, right? And so I just want to show you something that God showed me this morning. Um, I want to just give you what he gave me because I think it's going to help you understand about your leakage. Oh, okay, oh, this here help me. I think it's going to help you show you where you about leaking when, when when I say where you've been leaking, it's like where you run out. It's like where the grace runs out. it's the place about where you're you're about to give up, or it's the place where you are in a position or a situation in which you you don't you you've you've ended. But but instead of you ending and the Holy Spirit take over, right, you've ended and you either get into a new course or direction. Come on, Holy Spirit. That's it. You give out. You give up. Um, you don't walk out the plan that God has for you. And I want to show you one thing that God showed me this morning that was hindering us, right? That was keeping us from um that was keeping us from walking into the fullness. The thing that has us where we're in the position where we're leaked out, and we're going right back to First Peter, and we are going right back into the fifth verse, right? And I'm going to read the third through the fifth verse, and then I'm going to show you what he showed me this morning. And I hope you receive this by faith so that the leakage can stop. come on, Holy Spirit, you can only give us this so that the leak is so that you can carry the glory and you first carry the glory in your home, right? You carry the glory. You're the evidence of Christ in your house first, right? Before, if you can't carry the glory in your house, if you still mean, cantankerous, cussing people out, ugly, all of that stuff, if you're not carrying the the glory in your house first, we out of order because your glory is going to get carried in your house first. Your glory is going to be carried in your marriage first. Your glory is going to be carried with your kids first, right? You're, that's how the glory works. It's in our house first. We carry the glory in our house first before we walk out and carry the glory in other places, right? So this is kind of a self check as well. He already brought us to the well He he off, and he's offering us the living water. And it's sort of a reconstruction, right? For some of us. And it's sort of a deconstruction for others, right? And so we are carrying the glory. We're, we're carrying the glory. So we're at the water. We're at the well. Position yourself at the well. Act like you're the woman at the well, right? Act like you're the woman at the well. Can I tell you something significant? I'll, I'll wait on that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is First Peter 3, 1, 3, and 5. Uh, blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundance mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you for who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Lord we bless you. We praise you. We thank you for this work. So the first, the first response that we see from Peter is praise, right? We see praise. He blesses God. He's like, I'm blessing God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the reason that we see him praise God first, right? The the reason that we see God, that him praise God first is because Peter is recognizing that God is in us. Like God's work is found in us, right? It's, 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 it's in us. And, but the reason that it's in us, right? The reason that, that, that it's in us is because it's found in him. He's acknowledging that all that we need is found in God. It's not found in us. And he's acknowledging that all we need is found in God because it is due to his abundant mercy right? This is what he's demonstrating everything that we need. This is what he came back and said. He said, who, according to his abundant mercy, like his abundance. And we know abundance means a lot. According to God's abundance, mercy, right? According to his abundance, mercy, we're experiencing all these things, right? We're experiencing every part of this because of his abundance, mercy, right? So here's the problem. Here's where we are not sealed, All of God's goodness begins with his mercy. Not some, all all of God's goodness begins with his mercy. And some of the reason or a lot of the reason we're not sealed and we're not and we're leaking out is because we really don't understand and have not received his mercy in the full capacity of what his mercy means when he sent Jesus Christ as a Lord and savior. So no other attribute can help us, but mercy, right? But a lot of times we refuse his mercy. We refuse all of what comes with his mercy. And the reason that we feel we refuse his mercy is because by nature, justice condemns us. And, and and because by nature justice condemns us this is why the holy spirit said to us the glory has to be carried in our home and if we'll be honest in our house is where we shit we show the least amount of mercy we will show more mercy. Listen, we will show more mercy. We will show more mercy to strangers than we will to anybody else because we know all the flaws of the people in the house. So we don't extend them the grace and the mercy because they have gotten on our nerves. But the only reason we have a hard time carrying the mercy and the glory of God and carrying this mercy with us and understanding all God's goodness is sealed in this Mercy is because we st- we are not sealed in it condemnation right condemnation still affects us. what people think still affects us right um, Holiness frowns upon us right we're crushed right power crushes us right, and so we're so ingrained and indoctrinated in the law and in people and all of this other stuff and wrath right? That we don't even have, have the revelation of his mercy, which is where all our hope and our truth begins. And so because we haven't bit into and we don't understand and we're not drinking the living water where mercy is concerned. And I am not talking about mercy just when you need to get out of trouble. I'm talking about your living. Remember, we talked about this yesterday. You're living in the fullness of what God said. Right. So let me give you some things about mercy. Right. Let me give you some definition and some things about mercy. like we're walking and living. We're living epistles. We're living in the goodness of God. We're living in our righteousness. Right. We're living in that. We under we understand that. We really want. And the reason that we continuously leak out is because we do not understand his mercy because we are under constant condemnation. And I'm going to show you why. And I'm going to show you how to seal that up before we get off of here. Right. We're going to show you how to seal seal the leak. Right. But we got to understand his mercy. So let me give you the definition for mercy. And I'm reading to you some things out of the 1828 um, version of the Bible. This is before they took all the God out. This is the Noah Webster Dictionary. And so mercy, mercy, uh, mercy. It's benevolence. It's mildness. It's tenderness of heart, which disposes a person to overlook is to overlook injuries or to treat an offender better than he deserves. The disposition that tempers justice and induces an injured person to forgive trespasses and injuries and to forbear punishment or inflict less than law or justice will warrant. In the sense, there is perhaps no word in our language precisely synonymous with mercy. And the only word that's synonymous with mercy is grace. So when we talk about mercy, it implies benevolence, it implies tenderness, it implies mildness, it implies pity, it implies compassion, and it even implies clemency. My God, thank you for this word this morning. So when we say clemency, right? When I, when we use the word clemency, what we're saying is I'm not giving you the the ju- just due punishment of what you deserved. And that's the kind of God we serve. But when we are not sealed in his mercy, then his love, his grace, his redemption, and our righteousness escape us. The Lord is long suffering and he has great mercy and he is forgiving iniquity and transgression and no, and, and, and I'm just saying, and then Jesus comes and he seals the guilt and even though we don't feel worthy of his mercy, he's saying, I'm giving you this mercy anyway, because this is how much I love you. This is how much I love you. This, this is how much I love you. And so I'm extending my mercy to you. And when I extend my mercy to you, right? When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, when I extend my mercy to you, when I place this upon you, when this becomes your brand new life, right? Then there's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's like, there's nothing else that matters. And this is what your hope is in or this is where your hope begins, right? So the, when get God begots us, we're born again, we're made into a new creation, right? We're going back into this again, Second Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things are new. And some of us may have to say that over again, i knew, i knew, I'm not my old self, right? But I won't receive my newness and the new. Creature, I am because I am not sold out on God's mercy. I think God is out to get me. I think God is condemning me. I think God, because this is how I act, and because this is the nature, this is human nature, right? And because this is human nature and this is how I act, I contemplate that this is how God acts, and God does not act this way. God said, I don't act like you act. And if you're going to receive the goodness, if you're gonna receive the position, if you're gonna receive the purpose, if you're gonna receive the place, if you're gonna receive the provision, if you're gonna receive the protection, if you're gonna receive it all, the way that you're gonna receive this is understanding that this comes through God's mercy and I'm sealed and I'm established in what his mercy does for me. And even if I don't understand it, I'm going to do it anyway. All his goodness begins at his mercy. All of his goodness begins at his mercy. All my hope is found in his mercy because the eternal savior who has conquered death himself did this for me. And this is my inheritance. And then when I say, this is my inheritance. And this is what he says in the scripture. He says, this is your inheritance and it's incorruptible. And so if he's saying it's incorruptible, it means it does not change. It does not change. It does not change. It is not subject to corruption right? And so when we trust more in man's mercy or man's system, which can be perverse, which can change, right? Which is, is destructible laws and rules. That's why I say you got to understand kingdom thinking and kingdom living, right? When we live according to this world system that lacks no mercy, they can vote a law in. It can be a law today. And that law can be gone tomorrow. It can protect us today and it'll be gone tomorrow. Freedom of speech can be here today. And then they'll be telling us tomorrow. We can only say a certain thing, right? So when we subject and sell out to this system, which is corruptible, right? Right. Which is corruptible, right? Which, which is not honest. When we live according to the incorruptible system of God, it's honest. It's trustworthy. It's conscientious. Remember when I read you the scripture, it says, what are, what are the angels says? What are, what are man that thou are mindful of them? And then God dotes and explains all his love for us. Then the problem is the reason that I'm not able to receive this mercy is because I live with an unregenerate mind. Ooh. Ooh. And here's what I mean by unregenerate mind. It's a, a mind that is not reformed. It's a mind that's not reformed or showing repentance. It's a mind that's still in pride. It's a mind that trusts another system. That's what it means. And so the reason that I'm not able to receive receive this mercy and understand the level and the love of what God is saying to me is because my mind is unregenerate. I live with an unregenerate mind. So if I receive his mercy and I receive it only in certain areas of my life, or I only receive his grace, or if I only think God is about provision and money, right? If I don't understand all my, my health is supposed to prosper, right? If I don't understand all of these things, go together. All of these things are supposed to be working in coordination, right? Then I won't put a demand. I won't walk into the spirituality of what? So when my mind is unregenerate, right? It means that it's not being renewed, right? It's not being renewed in the word of God. So I need to show you something, right? (laughs) Right? I'm going to show you something. I'm sorry. You know, I like definitions. So it's not being renewed and I'm not renewing my mind. Right. And so when I renew my mind, Oh, when I renew my mind, when I renew my mind, it looks different. So let me give you a few things that may be keeping you from renewing your mind. Right. And it really has to do with your heart. Right. And when I, when, when, I, when I renew my mind, when my mind is not regenerate to his mercy, when I don't think that God has enough mercy for me, when I don't think that there's enough mercy to reset my situation, when I don't think that there's enough mercy for God to use me, when I don't think that there's enough mercy for God to lose use me, when I don't think that there's enough mercy for God to bless me at the capacity that he says he's going to bless me with when I don't think it's enough mercy. When I won't pardon myself, right then i'm living with an unregenerate mind and and most of us most of us need to admit we've been living with unregenerate mind We've been living with minds that have been unregenerate because if we didn't, then we would walk like we were the saved. We would walk like we were the redeemed. We would act and walk and live like we were the redeemed of the Lord. We would walk, act, and live like we were God's children. We would put away all our foolishness because we would not have time for anything else. We would be purpose driven. We would be kingdom minded. We would be only thinking on things above. We would not be caught up in gossip and all these other things. We will be so focused. Our face would be like a flint because we would understand that his mercy is what set this in place for us. So let me take you to the parable of the sower. I want to just talk to you a little bit about your heart just about your heart. We're going to wrap this up. I ain't got much longer. I just want to talk to you a little bit about what's in your heart. The reason that we are not regenerate is because we are not renewing our minds. The scripture tells us to meditate on the word, on the word day and night. The only way that you are going to be able to regenerate and renew our minds is that we are meditating on the word day and night. Remember the Holy Spirit came to us yesterday and he said for this next season, for this next season, for us to get to the next level of what we want to experience in Christ, we're going to have to have a different level of focus. Anybody admit you've been distracted? Anybody admit you've been distracted? Like anybody, I've been a little distracted, little things coming in to pull you away from your time with God, little things coming in to break your commitments, right? right? Little things coming in. You ain't studying. You ain't up. You ain't watching the word like you supposed to. You're not eating the word like you supposed to. God telling you to be in a specific place and a specific time and doing a specific thing and focus on something else and you somewhere else doing something else or something else got your attention or you scrolling or you off on something else. And God is like, no, I need you right here. And the reason that he needs you right here and he needs you to be on time. God started dealing with me about my time. I need you to be on time everywhere. I need you to be on time doing anything. It's because you being pulled out of position. And when we're pulled out of positions, we are not obeying God. And when we're not obeying God, then we're hindering the angels from moving. We're We're hindering the agenda of God when we're not obeying God. So, and, and the problem is because we're not spending proper time renewing our mind in the word, like we need to renew our mind in the word, right? Romans tells us you got to renew your mind in the word. I got to renew, I got to renew my mind in the word. And so if I renew my mind in the word that looks a little different, but first, and and that's what's going to change the position of my heart, right? I want to, I don't want to, that's what's going to change the position of my heart. So part of the problem of my mind not being renewed has to do with the issues of my heart, right? Or part of the problem of me not receiving God's mercy has to do with the issues of my heart. I'm not able to receive as a mercy because my heart that hasn't been planted in my heart. So as so, because whatever's in the heart out of the mouth speaks, right? Whatever's in my heart is where my d- deep seated belief system is. So let me, I can't read all the parable of the sower. It's Luke eight, one and 15, right? I might have to pause this and we may have to finish this tomorrow. I might have to finish this tomorrow. I think I'm gonna have to finish this tomorrow. But when I don't renew my mind, when I'm not in position to receive this, yes, Holy Spirit, I hear you. I'm not going to be able to give you all this today. We're going to have to part two this tomorrow. We're going to have to chew on this tomorrow, but we're going to get into Luke 1, 15, and we're going to talk about the conditions of our heart. And then we're going to relate that to the renewing of your mind. Will y'all just bear with me and let me not give you too much at one time. Like, so you can chew on what I gave you already. And we can walk into this and understand the mercy of God. I don't want to give you too much. And I want to obey the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I want to obey. I want to obey the Holy spirit. So we're going to part, we're going to part to this and we're going to come right back to this tomorrow and it's going to be fire and it's going to be hot and it's going to be exactly what God said it is. But we, and we're going to chew on what he gave us so far. So I'm not able to receive his mercy. We're going to end with that because my mind hasn't been renewed. My mind is regenerate. It's not renewed to the things of God, because if it was renewed to the things of God, then I would treat and act differently. I'm talking about, I treat myself differently. I would receive the full benefit of who God says I am. Woo! <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to chew on. That's a lot. This a lot. He's given us a lot. He's given us a lot to chew on my God. I'm I, my God. He's giving us a lot to chew on. So we're going to pause here, put a pin in it. We're going to pick this up because I hear the pressure of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to have a regenerate mind. And I'm going to ask the Lord, we're going to pause for just a second because this is our well experience, right? This is our encounter with God. And we're just going to we're going to ask the Lord, Lord, show us anything in our life that we're still walking in a unregenerated mind. And Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to regenerate our mind right now in Jesus name. And I'm asking you, Lord God, to anchor us in your truth. And I thank you, Father God, for pliable hearts hearts that are tender towards you. Lord, show us where we've been any, believing anything else other than what you said about us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Great is your faithfulness, Lord God. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, that we deal that you burn up any chaff in us, that you deal with anything in our life that does not line up with your word, expose it, 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 so that I can drink more you. Let me give you revelation of something, right let me let me let me let me give you revelation of something. Think about this from this when we're talking about drinking the living water, right? If I'm full on anything else, right it's hard for me to get more water in, right? So if I've been like drinking a whole bunch of stuff and then I try to drink for water, my stomach is going to start to hurt, right? We just talking about in the natural. So if I'm full of anything else, it's gonna be really hard for me to get the water in, right? If I'm, full, if I'm full of anything else, if my focus is anywhere else, if I'm distracted about anything else, if any relationship takes precedent over God, any of those things, if I'm allowing anything else to fill me up, I'm going to think that I'm hydrated and I'm not going to walk into a space where God can fill me up or renew my mind or restore me or to do absolutely all the things that he said. So we've got to believe God for the regenerate mind. And for those of us that may not be saved or don't know that we're saved, then that first starts with salvation. Like, and asking God to reveal to me, man, like, do I really know if I'm even saved? Because I, if I am saved, then I've got to be able to begin to receive God's mercy at new levels in which I've not received his mercy. So just everybody repeat after me, like let's all pray this prayer together. Let's not assume anything. This is a prayer that can cleanse us. You don't have to, we can receive this right now. It all together. This is for me. If I take this, even though I'm going to take this, even to, to clear things up, to cleanse things. So it says, dear Jesus, I know I have sinned against you and I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Now ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you. I need more of you and less of me. Show me where I've been denying you. and help me to renew or regenerate my mind. God has two promises that I'm going to read you. First is John 6 and 37. It says, him that cometh unto me, I will no wise cast me out. God's never going to cast you out when you pray that prayer. God's never going to cast you out when you pray that prayer. And then it said, for whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's Romans 10 and 13. Anytime you call on the name of Jesus, anytime you're in doubt, it is okay for you always to ask God for help. Man, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. I can feel this third up in me. I could have continued to teach this, but I hear the Holy Spirit saying, "Wait, this is a lot to digest. This is a lot to chew on. This this is a whole lot to chew on." Just pause right there, LMJ. Don't go any further. My God, will you just receive the Holy Spirit by faith today? Father God, I receive more of you. I receive the Holy Spirit. I receive the wisdom, the knowledge, the peace, the grace, the joy, my God, and your love and mercy for this day. I thank you for renewing my my mind in the word so that it can change my heart. Let me be anchored in all your truth so that I can be sealed to the day of redemption. My God, my God, my God, my God, let us experience the power of the Holy Ghost like never before in Jesus name. You need more Holy Spirit. Like you need the Holy Spirit to walk with you all day long. You need him. You need to lean your ear so that you do not lean into your own understanding. So, so, so that you do not lean into your own understanding. It is so easy to be caught up in this world system, to think you on a right path. And to find out that you somewhere in a bend or a circle or somewhere else. Right. So Father God, we just thank you for grace and peace and mercy and love my God. And we receive the fullness like we receive the fullness of who you called us to be. My can you just I love y'all. My God, God loves you. I'm so full on this. Will y'all do me a favor? Will you go to the website? Get get subscribed. Lakeisha M. Johnson. Will y'all do me another favor? Will you consider becoming a partner with this ministry? Right? Will you consider that? Will you consider partnering with this ministry? Don't, and don't forget about if don't don't forget about if that's our devotional tomorrow at 12 noon get connected ladies bible study all of those different things partner become a partner with the ministry join us in feed the streets we have feed the streets if any of you want to serve with us and feed the streets we would love for you you can email shonda at just being lmj.com. um i love you so much my god god loves you so much mm. I hear you, Holy Spirit. I, God loves you so much. You need to know how much God loves you. I love, I hear the Lord saying, tell them I love them. Like, tell them I love them. I. I God loves you. Like, tell them I love them so much. He loves you so much that you are already sealed, that you are already complete. And the weight of his glory is on your life. My God. God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you. Hey, don't forget we have pillow talk. I don't even want to talk about this stuff. We gonna end it right there. Just stay tuned for the announcement to watch the drops on your page. I don't even I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk about that. My God. Um, you can just, Meredith, when you give, just give towards feed the streets. Or when you, when you put, go to the website, if you click, there's a drop down box and it tells you all the ways you can give. And it says other, and you can click other, and then you can put a note in your giving and say, I'm giving towards feed the streets. Or you can cash app us and say, I'm giving towards feed the streets. And then our financial, um, Person, our see, our department our director of operations she and she takes all the money and puts it in the right space you just indicated that it's free for feed the streets and she's beautiful she handles all of that i love you i love you i love you i love you so much i love you but more than anything god loves you i'll see you back here in the morning 5 a.m go invite someone in love peace and blessings go invite someone in go go stay connected thank you for tuning into our podcast